The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. We're starting our ninth year. I can't imagine how fast time has gone. So many years ago, I was asked by a media group, would you like to have your own radio show? And I said... I hadn't thought about it, but I said, you bet your life I will. And we're going to call it the power of water. My concern and all of the investment that our investors and all of us have put into this company and this research center to show the world that the water that is valuable to all life on earth is in a scarcity. And that we knew with research and development with our what we've been able to achieve and the technology that we were achieving worldwide was because water was not being educated, not understood. But also, the atmosphere is water. You're swimming in water every moment of the day, but it's invisible. That's the water that keeps you alive from the moment you left your pocket of water in mother's womb, entered into the air at that moment of atmosphere. The water and the air kept you alive. That's why you didn't become dissolved, evaporate out of control to death. Is the water in the atmosphere is vital to your life. Drinking water is vital to your life. Number two, so learn how to breathe the atmosphere's water vapor and do it well. Don't ever take it for granted. Number two, drinking eight to ten glasses of water. But what happens if you can't Turn on the faucet. Many of you are learning what that's all about. Or you, you're, there's scarcity in buying the water at the market. You know, I have to tell you, sometimes I hear people say, oh, those water companies are so greedy. They go in and they bottle this water and they have that water there and, and uh, they're so greedy with their making money at the water. Guess what? Do you know when as a disaster that happens, the cases of water that go into those disasters for people to have immediate water to drink out of those bottles? Thank God there's a free enterprise because I have seen a lot of communities throughout the world not pass the government's budget to protect the water, to protect having water. And why would we be in a water crisis if the government was doing a good job around the world, it's in a crisis. As you were hearing recently from Dr. Cecil, and it's been out there, you can type it in with your search engine optimization, type in California water crisis. 
there's only one and a half years of water in California left to be able to, without rationing, out of, you know, rationing is going to be a long-term plan in California. Now, have you as listeners been listening to me in the last year saying the former Governor Brown was so smart and his legislature to build the canal so they wouldn't make mistakes? And what did they do? They made a mistake. There were other priorities. It wasn't the water. So guess what? California in the United States of America only has one and a half years of water left. We have in the, in the United States, there is now living in the United States 324,435,613 people. They all have to have water. The world population is 7,303,214,051 people. World is in a water crisis. And this is what I'm saying to you about your health. The body, and I'm going to say it every time, show, you're going to have to listen. I just pray to God to take it serious. The brain is 80 to 85% water. The surface of your eyes that a lot of people are not did not know are 99% water. Your teeth are 8 to 10% water. Lungs are 75 to 80. Heart is 75 to 80. Liver is 70 to 75. Bones, 20 to 25. Skin, 70 to 75. Kidneys, 80 to 85. Blood, 50% water. Muscles, 70 to 75% water. What is the water life science of your world? Water, water in the body, living with the atmospheric water to recycle back and forth from inside your body, outside through the skin, the atmosphere is recycling in through the skin, and guess what with those cells? Trillions of cells with molecules of water. What is a symptom? What is a disease? We need to study that evaporation process of you personally, because when you were born, you uniquely are different with your evaporation of water. No two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, DNA, I could go on and on. You are evaporating uniquely as a person. So you need to have moderate exercise, you need to be have a good attitude, you need to breathe, you need to have good nutrition, and you need to learn how to sleep like the planet Earth is sleeping. Bonnie got me, my secretary, some really good stuff this week for you to study. Go to World's Water Supply Running Out. This is World Water Day is coming, and on World Water Day, it's a forceful reminder that the U.S. is running out of water. All over the U.S., not just in California. How can our blue, plant, blue planet be running out of fresh water, said the author of this one, Professor Lane Stewart. He's a geologist and broadcaster. Search, the search is the world water supply running out. Professor Lane Stewart. What happens to the blue planet? The other one, World Water Day, the cost of cotton in India. What is happening in India on World Water Day? Guess what? India is in a crisis. 
Little children are dying. They're finding people dead that they didn't know were laying there dead for long periods of time. They didn't have water. Guess the other one. The Middle East, water wars. I've told you this before. Why do you think they're unsettled over there? They're, uh, the sand is lack of microorganism of life. When you have soil, that means the organism of the soil is alive, living with the atmosphere and recycling. Sand has a very difficult time doing that at all. The Mideast has been in a water war for years. They're, it's just frightening to them, to what is happening with water. Type in current water wars in the Middle East. You'll be shocked. Oh, and go back to Yemen with the tribes fighting over water for many, many, many years. Iraq is in a crisis because of water going in Iraq. What do you think is happening over there? Ideology is scared. The planet is having a frightening movement. We're not zeroing in on what the real sphere is all about. It's being hidden. It's the water. It's in a crisis. Why global water shortages pose a threat of terror, terror and water wars worldwide in time? I say at the end of every show, embrace your life, but embrace somebody else's. This isn't just you. This is also a sharing. It's a family affair on the whole planet. But I also say, Earth whispers, don't take it all with you. Leave something behind for all the generations of children to come. Come on. They need you. They are not alive yet. And there's generations to come for the planet to be here for eternity. Think about somebody else, not just yourself. It's vital. And it can become so exciting to be living for the whole planet as a family. Think about it. We had, in the last two weeks... We had babies born. There were one, babies worldwide were uh, 28,395, pardon me, 28,395,536 born this year throughout the world. Think about those babies. I'm going to let you go here in a moment, and we're going to get into our very, very special guest. But I want you to remember the National Geographic on the issue of water. And that little boy in India, standing there in line with a baggie, a small baggie, plastic baggie, just to get some water. And he wanted to crowd. He was so thirsty. He was crowding. And he was beaten up, terrorized, and killed because he was crowding for his water. I'm on a path, and I want the world to listen to what I have to say, unselfishly from Biologic Aqua Research Center and all that's been invested here by all of our wonderful people that have had faith in what we're doing and the world that is joining me out there and the faith of what Biologic Aqua is doing. And we're going into China and the faith of what the world is wanting to hear. We are not going to continue to let 
the freshwater crisis fall through the cracks. You're going to be educated. The world's going to be educated, and we're going to do this together. And it's not too late, as Dr. Cecil has said and others. We're going to do this together. We're going to save the children and this planet for, for eternity, to live in the solar system of that magic of rhythm. It's like music. Today we have Dr. Art Kapperold. He is a healthy weight loss expert, teacher, and lecturer. We're going to discuss the importance of water and your health, and I'm sure we're going to get into some nutrition studies. This is a study radio show. We study together. So listen well as we're studying. Well, listen to our sponsor with Biologic Aqua Research Center, the founder of Nature's Tears Eye Mist. At the surface of your eye is 99% water. When the eyelid is closed, it's like a shield to protect you from water evaporation. But when the eyelid is open, your shield is not there. You can wear a mask over your face with different types of filtering, weave, and the mask, but you can't wear it over your eyes. But you have something now. Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. Tissue culture-grade water to supplement the eyes to protect your eyes from water loss causing vision impairment to blindness with just a mist. That supplement. It's a medical device of a handheld portable mist. We will listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Copperfield. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Caparald, are you with us? Yes, good morning, Sharon. How are you? And I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Is it Caparald? Correct. That's it. That's it. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us today. I know how busy you must be, and I'm always grateful for the audience with Voice America and all of our syndication to bring on people like yourself. And, and yes, we'll be discussing water, but tell us a little bit about how you got where you're at and why you chose to be in, uh, in the weight loss and, and become a lecturer. Sure. I, I um, studied as a chiropractor, and I, I graduated in 1991. And what I found was that 
my patients weren't responding structurally uh, how I was taught in school that they would. And I was fortunate enough to find a mentor that was able to help me correlate how organ dysfunction due to nutritional deficiency was one of the biggest culprits in um, in your spine going out of place. Can I get and you to back so- up again and say that again, Doctor? Uh, and always forgive me to, and to the audience, too, when I interrupt, it's because there was something said yes. at the moment that I don't want to forget for that second. You just said he, he wanted to teach something about the organs? He, he wanted to teach me that the, the health of an organ, meaning your organs all have a certain function or a certain role. They have a life of their own, don't they? They do. And, <laughs> and those organs, whether through lack of nutrition, um, lack of hydration, uh, or too many toxins, uh, they can even function at a subclinical level. So it's not going to show in maybe an, a, uh, a type of diagnostic test that the medical doctor is going to perform, but it will manifest in maybe a muscle not functioning properly or a segment mm-hmm. of the spine right. um, always having to be chronically adjusted. And everybody's heard that, that story that if you go to the chiropractor, you have to go to the rest of your life. Well, it's because they haven't gotten to the root cause of why that spine is always going out of place. And so That's right. I, was, I was fortunate enough to find this out, and I started studying and taking courses on this and eventually just changed and transferred my practice entirely to a nutritional uh, health and wellness type practice where I deal with diet and lifestyle and a whole Very nutritional important. supplement. Yes. 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 It's, the new, uh, it's the new holistic side of what we've been learning for thousands of years from the original Chinese and coming Absolutely. forward with other cultures who found that diet was very important. They forgot about it too sometime, a lot. And then now in America... Doctor, um, as you know, my field in the research of what I do is studying the evaporation of the body water loss, the organs mm-hmm. evaporation, living Absolutely. with the atmosphere's water, and the recycling of the two to function those organs living with the atmosphere's functioning of water with the living organism as a body and uh, fresh water on the planet's influence on that. And as you're mm-hmm. right, this nutrition is um, is exciting. In fact, my writer and I were talking this morning. Uh, I'm in the uh, in the medical field with what I do, and the doctors in the world I'm in, doctor, accepted water, 100% water, for the first time in history, to sold in drugstores, pharmacist counter, and not health food stores in the medical field. And mm-hmm. we were talking about. The bodies, this is interesting, you brought up the organs, that the organs of the body function with a mind of their own each. Yes. And so when you went to medical school, of course, they have regulations for you to be taught, and then you walk out and you have to begin to practice what you were taught. And then you learn as you go, oh, my gosh, there's something here that has to be the root of education is the nutrition is the organ's way to stay alive besides drinking mm-hmm. 
tons of water is a priority, and of course, breathing correctly too. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so you dove into the nutrition side. Yeah, and but it's it's fascinating because before I really knew the importance of water, um, that was one of the seven or eight things that I always had my patients do is uh, increase their their water intake because I found that so many of my patients were even just mildly dehydrated. And, right. you know, you, it's, it's completely rampant. And so... Out of control. Uh, yeah, and so if, especially since the average adult male drinks 53 gallons of soda a year. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, that should be, you know, they should be drinking water instead of soda. I got to tell you one, and you're going to just cringe with a chuckle, but somebody I know very well, my husband, <laughs> married for 52 years, and his, yes. I, I'm in charge of his diet uh-huh. as long as he's at my table. <laughs> and he cheats, and he goes off to Carl's Jr. with a coupon, and, and he won't take me. And he stops maybe at a neighborhood place where they make really good French fries. And by the way, doctor, I didn't know he did that not till not too long ago. <laughs> then the other night he hears this woman being introduced who's uh, 104 years old. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, how could you do this? And she says, I didn't care what my doctor said. I drank a Dr. Pepper every day. <laughs> and my husband went out and got some Dr. Pepper. <laughs> right. Oh, and I said to Bill, I said, oh, my God. I said, I tell, you know, I said, no two people. And of course, in my preaching side of me, to evaporate the same. Whatever, but she probably was drinking tons of water, too, and didn't say that, but got a little cocky about Dr. Maybe she was paid to say Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Because, doctor, you know, she probably went, you probably can imagine how many, not women so much, men went out and bought Dr. Pepper. You know, absolutely. But if you, if you really live, live and look like that 104 year old woman. But back to you and uh, no, the water you know, and the nutrition. You know, along that same line, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but because uh, I, I get this conversation with my patients a lot. You yeah. know, they say, well, what about this person? And, and I say, well, imagine. <laughs> what that person's yeah. health would be like and, and how they would be functioning if they hadn't done that. I mean, yeah, they've been doing that, but they don't know. Maybe they but have. But I also, I also say this with my medical team, which are mostly surgeons, um, and uh, is this. When you get sick, that person, when they do get sick, what is, what is, what is the impact in the lungs? Mm-hmm. When they, if they should get sick or something doesn't go wrong, their lungs are affected. They're the ones where their lungs are affected first. Right. And because they, they did do that, they don't realize that you take, it's like Russian roulette. Just because you're not that sick yet, and maybe you haven't had those symptoms yet, you're getting away with it yet until. And then all exactly. of a sudden, the lungs, and I'm one of those who believe the lungs have not been studied enough. Um, but back to you today on the nutrition and, and, and the belief in water. And the water is the key. To, breathing, number one, as you breathe in and out to live with the atmosphere's water vapor that's invisible, 
but also that water to drink is vital with nothing added to it. The water to drink and then the nutrition. We have doctors in ophthalmology that I work with because we've been in ophthalmology research for so long. The nutrition, the vital diet is so important to the health of your eyes. Well, if it's important to the health of your eyes, doctor, it's going to be important to every functioning of your body because the eyes are your symptom. Absolutely. But tell us about what you do with your patients on um, their diets and their health. Okay, so um, depend. Well, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty blanket approach in the beginning. So patient X is going to come in, and they're going to have a specific list of health complaints from maybe two or three to as many as six or seven or eight, and we initially determine what's going on with them through a long, long consultation. And then uh, when we come down to actual treatment, it always starts with cleaning up their diet and making sure that they're hydrated. And so uh, there's going to be a specific diet plan that we're going to create for that person Mm -hmm. and so much water that they're going to be drinking a day. And we do that initial diet plan from anywhere between two to four weeks. And what that mm-hmm. does, it, it creates what we call a level playing field because um, everybody can move forward in health, but the problem is is they may be adding foods or specific lack of nutrients into their diet that they need right. to move forward. And right. so in doing so, I'm able to get them feeling really well. And so my goal in the first four weeks is to have a majority of their symptoms start to disappear. Mm-hmm. And so in doing so, I get them to be aware of not only what they're putting in, them, in their mouth, but how they're feeling by doing that. Right. And then after four weeks, I give them a choice to add one specific group of foods that I've taken them off of back into their diet. Mm-hmm. And we do that at breakfast, lunch, and dinner the following day, and then we have a phone call the next day. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, a vast majority of the, their, their symptoms have come back because the food that they're eating has perpetuated many of those symptoms. And so I want them to create awareness around how those foods are affecting how they're feeling and therefore affecting their health. And, you know, it's kind of like a craving. We were talking about this the other night. I was at some meetings on addiction and the craving. The craving of your body is tricking you. And uh, so if you've had something with sugar or carbohydrate that is affecting you personally and you crave, that craving I look at as a disillusion to the, how important it is that you're not really getting the proper nutrition if you're craving it. You stop that craving when you're getting proper, balanced, disciplined nutrition. Do you agree with me Correct. or not? I, I do. And... Uh, there's also, you know, a physiological component to that, too, because most people eat such high amounts of sugar and Carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. And, and don't hydrate. But what's mm-hmm. happening is they eat so much that it develops a blood sugar response, exactly. which creates an insulin right. response, and then their blood sugar drops so low that they get another craving because their blood Very sugar cool. drops so low. And so they, they yo-yo up and down like that all day long, right. and the idea is to stabilize and get a long, slow-burning fuel so they don't have that spike, and therefore you can start exactly. the process of hopefully Good that sugar craving is a good description called yo-yo. 
Yeah, uh, because it is, it's like a person who is an addict. And when you study addiction, of any kind of addiction, I don't care what it is. And a lot of people don't know that you be, your eyes can become addicted to eye drops. Uh, or mm-hmm. The organs get addicted to something. They make the decision. Absolutely. So uh, to prevent that addiction and balance out the ecosystem of your body and its organs and those cells, it's first of all the breathing, second the right water, and then nutrition-wise, you've got to decide your own rhythm. What is making you feel really flexible, mental good balancing uh, as far as your thinking good thoughts, handling um, problems well, or are you getting depressed? And doctor, do you believe that a person who's on not a good diet and getting too much sugar and carbohydrate would become more depressed, more angry, more frustrated, more uh, sensitive? Than oh, a person very, who's very on a better diet. Very, very much so. I mean, uh, many of the whole food B vitamins, uh, if you have deficiencies in those, a lot of those deficiency symptoms are exactly the same as anxiety and you know depression and exactly. low moods. And we have so much anxiety today. Mm-hmm. You run into it probably uh, with almost every patient that finally gets there because the pa- people don't go to the doctor until they're desperate, right? You know, I had you a... Get them, you yeah, you I, doctors I, get them when they're desperate. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. It's, um, and it's... Many people have to be in, in a crisis mode to, to actually move forward and do something. Isn't that sad that we have to be not... We're you not know, we're same thing. You know, we're seeing the same thing in California, you know, with the water situation. I mean, they're oh, finally... Oh, you heard my... Did you hear my... Yeah. Well, yeah, they're... they're it brings tears to your eyes. Why do we have to be in a crisis mode to, to work on prevention? That doesn't make any sense to me. It is just startling. So far back, I've studied this for years because that's my whole focus is water, and, the, and we're a water life science research center, and yes, we have products, but that's the supplement because I was so worried about people not understanding supplementation and the doctors too. But... You go far back into the beginning of time and coming forward until the 1800s. It was about the 1900s that they started leaving the water behind. And I guess we should have recognized that our political leaders left the water behind in the uh, everything. And, 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 and as if it would be there and never not be there. And look at the crisis all over the world. Mm-hmm. What are the Middle East wars? They're really behind the scenes. They're not talking about it. A water crisis. They don't have the water. Yeah. And in our country, throughout the whole country, of a very, very brilliant society of people in the United States, they forgot about it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then when I... we now get the doctors talking about in the last few years bringing up drinking water, it was almost like, well, we don't really, we have so much we do every day, we forget to bring that up. I've got one doctor out there in Beverly Hills that if her patient comes in and they say they don't drink enough water, she said, you go home, you drink this amount of water, and then I have an appointment, you coming back, and then I will begin to work with you. But until you drink Mm -hmm. enough water, it's not worth it. That I I admired. It's... it's, (laughs) It, it has to be part of their daily routine. I mean, 
I'm, I, I'm always hearing that, well, people forget or they, they, they don't, you know, they have to go to the bathroom. They don't have time. And when, when, I mean, smartphones came out and you can program, I, I have programmed on my phone to drink a certain amount of water at a certain time during the day. So I know that I'm getting it in. I mean, it, we have to we really, have to listen to our sponsor just once in between, and then we're going to come back okay. and we're going to hear about your programs and what you've been doing. And uh, don't go anywhere. This is so important because uh, we're worldwide, and I think the world needs to listen. Uh, we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist. The surface of your eye is ninety nine percent water, and vision impairment is evaporation of water. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a supplement of a mist, tissue culture creative water. And we'll be right back with Dr. Kepperyald. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Our guest today is Dr. Art Cabarald, and um, he is here in the United States of America in Oakhurst, California. And we've been discussing with our audience the importance of water and health. And, Doctor, you were telling us how you program yourself, how you drink water. What do you do? Yeah, I, I uh, set, well, I, I drink water with every meal. I, I don't drink a lot of other fluids except for water. Um, but I, I also, certain times mid, midday, uh, meaning between breakfast and lunch and between lunch and dinner, I'll program my phone to drink a certain amount of water just so I make sure and get enough in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that some people think you should drink water right before you go to bed as well, but many, many, many of my patients that come in have sleep deprivation issues, meaning that they don't get enough sleep, and so I'm trying to get them to sleep through the night so I don't have them drink much water after their, their evening mm-hmm. meal. Um, just because I don't want them to have to use the restroom multiple times. Um, however, for my 12-year-old son, that's not an issue. He can wake up in the morning and not have to use the restroom until 11 o'clock, and he's drank a bunch right. of water. So Everybody's um, evaporating differently. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, you know, we had on the show uh, Dr. Effie Chow. You'll have to look her up. You may have heard of her. She's so well-known worldwide and uh, PhD, and she was telling us how you get up in the morning and you have two glasses, of full glasses of water. Get your day started. And then about an hour or so later, have another full glass of water. And then through the day, drink your glass of water by the whole glass. Don't, when you go to drink it, don't sip it, because if you're sipping it, it's recreational. And, you know, it makes sense, because when you study that, would you go over and water your favorite plant a sip at a time or a full mm-hmm. drink at a time to absorb? Right. And those organs that you were ta- we were talking about have to have absorption, and the lungs have to have a filter system. And they've got to be able to have a, 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 to be, make up their mind with enough water that it's not just sipping. And, uh, but now back to uh, your programming yourself on now nutrition. And you obviously are like I am. You use yourself as a reading board to practice what you preach um, on nutrition. How do you balance your life with nutrition? What do you do? Well, I... Um I actually do exactly what I have my patients do. Um, it's to me, it makes a lot of sense that if I'm going to be telling my patient to do something in order to achieve health, I better be doing the same thing. And so I have very, very, very limited intake of sugar. Um, the average American consumes around 130 pounds of sugar a year, and I maybe get one to two pounds in a year. Uh, and so that means somebody is getting over 200 pounds of sugar a year because I'm getting hardly any. And as I said earlier, the average American is consuming 53 gallons of soda a year and I don't drink soda at all. And so, um, it's that plus I, I stay away from all refined starches. I have, uh, because of the way I ate, as I, you know, when I was younger, my mother thought she was doing the right thing, fed us tremendous amounts of pasteurized milk. My brother and sister I, and I drank 11 gallons of pasteurized milk a week. And she thought she was doing the right thing because she was told that it, we needed it. And but I developed a very, very big milk allergy from that. And so I have to stay away from uh, milk products. I can do some good hard-aged cheeses because I've been away from milk for so long. Um, but I also stay away from refined carbohydrates. I do little if no wheat products just because they make me feel not quite right. I have a very big decrease in energy um, and uh, many other symptoms that actually go along with that. What about and I, uh, fish, fish and chicken and turkey? Oh, yeah. Fish, chicken, turkey, good Good, um, healthy proteins are really, really mm-hmm. important. I even have some of my patients eat uh, beef, uh, you know, just depending on what their specific needs are. Mm-hmm. But uh, protein content is really important, at least what I found in my practice, mm-hmm. for a patient to maintain um, some level of health and a, a, a stable blood sugar because good, good, healthy proteins and good, healthy fats or what are going to elongate that blood sugar curve so they won't get that spike, you know, in between right, the meals. That spike is so, um, they're back to that craving. Yeah. When you spike, you crave. Right. If you keep it an ecosystem balancing, you don't crave like that because you're just all of it. The energy doesn't allow it for some reason. Mm-hmm. 
But we're back to that organ. The organs, you know, people are always surprised when I say, well, you're not in control. Your organs are in control. (laughs) And you're living with that atmosphere and the recycling that's going on. You need to get to read yourself. You need to, you know, there's a rhythm out there that we have. And when you learn to live with your own rhythm and listen to yourself by that way you feel is the rhythm then people can be learn what is healthy for them and maybe not for somebody else. Maybe there's somebody Absolutely. else who's healthy and a different doing something differently. Absolutely. And, and, and see that's 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 a huge point that you bring up, Sharon, because um my main job, I believe, is to get the patient to understand that that connection. That um that awareness around the things that they're eating and the things that they're doing that are unhealthy and how it reflects upon their health. And it's, it's a huge win for a patient when they actually get that, that connection because then they can have a choice. They can say, oh, yeah, these are the things that cause X and these are the things that cause Y, and I choose to have, you know, the healthier mm-hmm. part of that. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget years ago um, when I was studying addiction and the not craving and the dehydration effects. And this one athlete says, why is it that all my friends experimented when I when he was experimenting with the drug scene, but they didn't become addicted? Their lives went on very healthy, but he became addicted. That's that we don't know what our craving addiction is. It could be anything. It could be mm-hmm. overusing the eye drops now that we know about, where the eye becomes addicted. It could be chocolate. It could be allergic to peanuts. It could be mm-hmm. anything that you don't know that causes you to crave. And then all of a sudden, the body's rebellion is saying, going out of control for you personally. And that's yeah. where uh, it's, t- and then mothers having a newborn baby, um, they've got to take serious by watching that baby's um, eliminations of the urination, the bowel movements. What is happening here? Are they being taught that anymore? In the old days, they did. Now, I don't know if they are anymore. Um, yeah. and, and then I've had the lactation association on, and they said, oh, no, you can't have a baby drinking water when they're nursing or drinking that formula, they might get filled up on the water. I disagree. I disagree. I think the baby needs to get a taste of water. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they need to take, you know, because the formula and the mother's milk is kind of sweeter than water. Mm -hmm. And there could be some research done to all of that. To, to possibly maybe discover something there that the baby needs sure. to have other taste buds. Uh, the baby uh, comes out and all of a sudden the baby's starting to drink the formula and the mother's milk and it tastes sweeter. Then you put, give it the water and maybe it won't like water and drink enough. Mm-hmm. I, and, oh, I mean, and all these processed baby foods how, are to grab people... the baby's taste buds. Absolutely. To where the baby will yeah. like it, and yeah, they're you're, even doing it to our dog and cat food. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right, and you know we become so accustomed to to taste. how things are altered in their taste that a lot of people don't even know what, <laughs> what what real food tastes like, right? Right. I don't know. I always tease everybody on the show, Doctor. Uh, what is your weakness? 
I, uh, you know, what is your weakness, Tiffy? If you have oh, one of something, you have to have another one. Um, Do you have a weakness? You know? Mine is a chip. Is it? <laughs> if I happen to have a chip, I could, I've got to have two chips. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Dr. As disappointed as I try to act, I am. <laughs> I might that have one potato chip ten chips. Company said you can eat just one. Is that where that came from? Was that you? Uh, so what is your what is your? Um, I I honestly I cannot think of one. Oh, I, I no. don't. I don't. <laughs> You're it. perfect. No, I'm I'm not perfect. Um, I but I I just as, as far as food goes, I don't have mm. those. Cravings, um, and I, I, I can't really tell you why. I just do not. Now, my wife's is chocolate, and my son's is uh, he. He loves Altoids. If he oh. has an Altoid, he'll want to have more Altoids. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I, you know, maybe I have one, and I'm just not able to think. <laughs> Nobody's asked you before. Well, the reason I do that is for the world and the audience to know that if you, I have to discipline myself mm-hmm. um, because, and I think that's why we've heard during holidays that people's health goes off the charts because there's right. so many temptations and uh, we've got to learn that, that you can be tempted and we call it, as you may do too, cheating. It's okay to cheat, but you better get disciplined real quick. Absolutely. Or you're going to have an anxiety, you're not going to feel good, you're not going to sleep good, you might have a pain, and, and you can get rid of pain with the right nutrition Absolutely. and the proper water and, to drink. You know, one of the things that it is, I, I tell my patients, look, there's 365 days in a year, and if you're good 340 of those days, then that's a good thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. going to be holidays, and there's going to be mm-hmm. birthdays, and there's going to be special occasions where... Maybe you're going to have a piece of cake, or maybe you're going to have this, or maybe you're going to have that that's, that's not going to be quite what you need to do. But the trick is, as you said, being disciplined or just getting back on the wagon, as some people say, um, you know, the following day, and everything will be okay. But mm-hmm. what happens is body chemistry is disrupted for up from between 24 to 48 hours for every teaspoon of sugar that, that, that you eat. And so somebody has something that's high in sugar, it's going to disrupt their body chemistry for quite a while. I'm going to bring up something to you and I. If you don't want to go there, you tell me. Okay. Uh, We're having something happen in the United States. It's very alarming to me with those organs. And here we are. We're teaching breathing. We're teaching uh, drinking water, plain, without uh, the weight in it of any extra added to it. We're talking nutrition. We're talking moderate exercise, and we're talking sleep. But we're legalizing marijuana. Yes. And it's not, and I was shocked. I personally, (laughs) I looked at it, and I've been in China, and the Chinese scientists I work with with the government of China, they're shocked too. The United States, they always thought the United States would be more health conscious Mm-hmm. About uh, their the disciplines and what they ha- you know they had pain pills overdiagnosed, they've had 
alcohol, which the world is doing, at, at, to uh, maybe drinking more than they should, uh, getting into the pyramid of people making money at the weaknesses of addiction that mm-hmm. are illegal or illegal. Now they're adding to it marijuana is the, is the reason you feel when you're, uh, when you're experiencing a marijuana um, intake, you're, you dehydrate so quickly. You evaporate the yes. water so quickly. That's what that yo-yo is. Yes. Because it works so well, quickly. And yet, I mean, you know, do you remember way back in time when children, the parents would go out and cigarette was smoking? Well, they, the kids would sneak into the cigarettes or they'd sneak mm-hmm. into the alcoholic beverages. I don't think they really sneak into the pills in the cabinet, really, until later in life, no. maybe. But right. now they can sneak in to a cookie, a uh, marijuana cookie or a marijuana whatever, candy, or a, a, a marijuana to smoke. Uh, these children, uh, what they're doing with legalizing, what is your opinion of that? Or do you want to get, just leave, me, leave that well, alone? Well, that's, that's a whole political discussion, I'm sure, that could no, be had. No, because it's not political. It's well, back but, to what we know, talk about, health. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And so I, my whole thing is trying to get the patient to experience what's going on. Um, I find in my practice that people use alcohol and, you know, drugs, I'm going to lump marijuana into that, as almost a way to escape what really has to occur in their life. And, you know, again, I'm no psychology expert. I'm just viewing what I'm seeing with my patients. But um, they have to really feel what's going on for them to be able to work past the problem. Um, And so anything that's going to alter that body chemistry, especially in the brain like that, is going to throw the entire endocrine system out of balance, I believe. And, and you so, brought up something there on the brain, doctor. I've had scientists say the sad part about this is all medication that goes on the market, we learned that with a box of cereal. It had too much sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, the medications that go on the market and the certain things that they've learned the hard way, it wasn't working. Uh, they were postage stamps. Then we found that there were certain things happening that we didn't know too late. That we, well, it's kind of like the water crisis. Right. They didn't see it happening because it was, they were experimenting. And politicians are not scientists. No. And just because They're... they want more tax money to tax, right. but back to the uh, legalizing right. one more problem. Right. And so I... I try to steer all my patients away from that. Um, I have an issue, again, I'm not a medical doctor, so this is kind of out of my scope, but I have an issue with prescribing something to alleviate a symptom when we should be getting to what the root cause of the symptom is. There we go. That's why I brought this up to you because my MDs, the surgeons I have all over the world, scientists that are part of my team, that we were even coming onto the radio show that are very prestigious, and one in particular I know is going to get a Nobel, I, I, I know uh, you look at what you're trying to teach, and everybody knows you're right, that there's a holistic approach to the root. You cannot, and that's what my world is with my research, is that my, t- my investment group here 
is what we learn and what we've been discovering with our investments to go out to the world to teach that there is no doubt the root of the problem has to be figured out. You can't keep postage stamping or these symptoms and these diseases will be out of control. Absolutely. So what you're doing is heroic. It's like Dr. Effie Chow said way back in time, she used to have to go get nature paths out of jail. Uh, People that had health food spores thought they were, some people thought, oh, that's crazy. Well, they've learned now that thousands of years ago with the cultures that were like the Chinese alternative medicines, they were dealing with the root of the problem. And Mm -hmm. that's what the only way you can live, be healthy, not have anxiety attacks, the emotions, the ups and down yo-yo, being able to live a healthy life and, and, and spread that on to others is what you're trying to teach is so important to save lives, to save a life. And, and all the pain and suffering that goes along with that, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Right. You know, I was hearing yeah, somebody say yesterday something on, on the political side, I guess, don't, don't we all get tired of it, is the ideology of politics. It's gotten to where ideology is, where, 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 where is the stem of our root of our planet that we learned we came so far and that the, the distance we came is people don't forget. And if people are shocked by this, that I'll say, okay, there's supplements to everything. We've learned through years of study how to improve our lives to be healthier. Our clothing is even a supplement. We change the clothing per seasons, and and through the years they learned how to be wear the clothing for a healthier person. You did that with drinking water out of a glass. You did that with technology and new ideas with food. We learned how a bed should be. I could go on and on and on. And we find ourselves just absolutely supplementing. And then here you are, so courageous, trying to get people to realize that what we're doing to ourselves is affecting somebody else, too. Mm-hmm. Somebody else, too. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, that's, that's a really good point because, I mean, many, many times uh, I'll have children that are have some type of illness and and you know they get in touch with me through their parents and you know we sit down and talk and the the child is willing to make a change because the ch- most children know that this isn't working for them and they need to change something and the limiting step is always the parents right and so if the parents are willing to make the shift in the in the diet and lifestyle then the child will get the actual benefit from that it's almost like you just said what they not. said when you're when you're training the baby uh, to get out of the diapers. Who are you training? The parents remember <laughs> to do it. <laughs> right. Well, we only have a minute left. What would you like okay. to say to your audience? I I would just like to say that um, you have the ability to be as healthy as you choose to be, um, depending on the type of foods that you eat and what you put in your body. Uh, I really truly, I've, I've seen miracles happen with people to where they've been written off and they're, they're not going to get well. And by shifting the type of foods and nutrients that they're putting in their body, along with other diet and lifestyle issues, 
including drinking water is a huge one with that. Um, I've seen people completely turn their lives around as far as their health. And so just if people understand that concept, it makes it a little easier to take that first step. And they can go to your website. It's called conceptsforhealth.com. Correct. Okay. Well, thank you for your time today. Thank you, Sharon. It's been a pleasure. I learned a lot, and I'm sure everybody else did too. You have a wonderful day. You have a nice day too, and you be well. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, we just have a moment left, but it's the reminder of the power of water is the earth is living just like you're living. Look outside. It's dehydrating too. It's evaporating also. So how you're living with the planet Earth is how we all should be thinking how, how to be proactively considering our health is so important to the rest of the planet as an individual. When you're healthy, it's very contagious. The earth can be healthier too. We all must be learning more about this water crisis. We don't want to lose what has happened here with the billions of years. Billions of years ago, the water had a atmosphere of water around the planet. Then came the droplet of rain. Then came life with soil. Then came the fresh water and the waters of the planet. Then came our lives. Let's don't leave it behind. Embrace it. It belongs to you, but it does belong to the family of the planet. And the planet is a living organism in the satellites with that rhythm of music going on in the whole universe. Embrace somebody else's. But Earth whispers, don't say goodbye, because you don't want to take it all with you anyway. Leave something behind for all the generations to come to be able to know that you cared and you left something for billions of years to come. Just remember, it's not just billions of dollars. It's called billions of years to come. Think about the fresh water and your own health. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.